Welcome to this week's episode of Mr. Schindler's Neighborhood Podcast. Uh, this episode, you're going to get a nice review, look ahead this past week and next week. Uh, best thing that I saw or heard this week. Uh, a pretty cool message for this week. I got an interesting ghost story to share with you as well. And then one of the funniest student interviews I've done on this podcast uh, with Mr. Jack Willard. I hope you guys enjoy. This past week in math, uh, we looked at the properties of addition and multiplication. So uh, commutative property, which basically states that, you know, if you change the order, uh, you're still going to get the same answer. So order does not matter. So like 4 times 8 is the same as 8 times 4, so on like that. Then we talked about the associative property, and that, and that talks about the grouping. So, uh, you know, 4 plus 3 in parentheses plus 2 is going to equal you know, four plus three plus two in parentheses. You just move the parentheses over. You don't change the order. You just change the grouping. So that was associative. Uh, we did that for Monday and Tuesday. Um, and then on Wednesday, we took a little quiz, a uh, little uh, quiz out of the book, let them use their notes, uh, let them use the book. So sort of an open notes, open book quiz. Scores uh, were, for the most part, pretty good. It was just on those first two sections so basically, you know, the, the parts of uh, algebraic expression, uh, the parts of numerical expression, and then writing the numerical expressions and the algebraic expressions. Thursday, uh, we started with the distributive property, and um, I think they really liked that because basically the distributive property is something some of these kids have actually been using. They just don't know it. You know, it's mental math. It's, for example, taking like 53 times 8, and you're breaking 53 down into 50 and 3, and you're just timing, uh, timesing each one of those by 8. You know, 8 times 3 is 24. 8 times 50 is uh, 400. Then you just throw them together, and you get uh, 424. So easy way to do that in your head. You know, you don't have to write that stuff down. So I think they really enjoyed that. And then I also showed them how you can use the distributive property with our algebra, right? Because that's what we've been working on with the variables and everything. Today, when I'm recording this, you know, it'll be our Halloween day, so uh, we'll be having uh, fun um, in our math class today. We'll be doing a little uh, math, or excuse me, Halloween book it, and then I also have our initials game, but it's not really your traditional initials game. It's more Halloween-themed uh, dealing with uh, candy. So that leads us in next week. So next week, on Monday, I'm going to review uh, the distributive property, continue with that, continue the, the lesson and we'll have a homework assignment. Uh, and then one of those uh, days next week, we will be taking the star math test uh, because I would like to get another set of uh, uh, data before we have conferences the next week. And then we're going to do something that uh, will be a little challenging, but it's uh, factoring expressions. So um, basically taking an uh, expression and then rewriting it using the greatest common factor. So that probably sounds really confusing, but... Uh, once you start doing it, it does get a little easier. So we'll do that on, well, depending on when we take the star math test, we'll spend two days on the factoring expressions. And then next Friday, uh, we're just, I'm going to review, basically wrap up the distributive property, wrap up uh, factoring expressions together, have a little fun with that next Friday, which will lead us into, which is the last day of the quarter, um, next Friday. And then that means the following week, we'll have our uh, conferences on that Monday and Tuesday. So if you haven't signed up for those, I encourage you to do so. Uh, the link's on Seesaw, 
It's also on uh, Facebook too. It's just that sign up genius thing. I think I got about 19 or 20 parents signed up. So we're only missing uh, a few. So uh, that was this week in review and then giving you a heads up on what's coming up next week. Hope you guys have a great Halloween. Best thing this week was uh, something I would say happened by accident. Um, I can't remember who, but there was a student in my class, I think asked me about ghosts or something, you know, with it being Halloween week and everything. And uh, then it led me to share a ghost story, a personal ghost story about my grandma and an event that happened to my sister. And then I'm myself included. And then I ended up showing them an email too, which went along with the story. But uh, after that, it sort of was a chain reaction of people, you know, light bulbs going off in their head about, oh, I heard this story, you know, I heard that, or this happened to me. And just interesting to hear um, all the different stories that uh, we had, um, whether they're true or not, you know, I guess that's up to the listener to decide. Uh, but it was just fun to hear maybe a few students that normally don't share things that sort of come out of their shell to, you know, share these stories and um, it was just a fun moment and each day we've heard a, a new one or two. So people are sharing things and, uh, just fun to hear things I normally don't get to hear about. So, uh, like I said, the best thing was just by accident, uh, sharing a ghost story and then hearing everybody else's, uh, scary ghost stories. My message this week is this simple is powerful. You can be at your best. You can be your most powerful when you keep things simple. I know that's for me for teaching. I've learned this year, really, like this year has been a big year for me in understanding that slow down, don't overcomplicate things, keep it simple. And I've done that and I've seen more results with just keeping it simple than with making these fancy lessons that are complicated doing 55 different things. Keep it simple, right? That's everything. That's that's coaching for me too. The best practice plans are the simple practice plans. It's the little things you do every day. It's the simple things because when you break stuff down to its core, it all everything starts with just a simple idea. So like I said, you want to be your best, you want to be your most powerful, be simple. All right, so one of my students asked me on my podcast to share the ghost, my personal ghost story. So the story goes a little something like this. It, go, it dates back to 2008. So I know it was January something 2008, just after the new year. And my sister was at her house here in town. Uh, she was getting ready for bed one night. And I think it was the top drawer of her dresser. The um, handle started rattling. And she didn't think much of it. Because where Sarah lives, it's right next to the railroad tracks. So she goes, probably a train. So, like I said, she ignored it, goes to bed, wakes up the next morning, you know, asks her husband, Cody, uh, Cody, was there a train last night? And he goes, no, Sarah, it's pretty obvious when there's a train. Like, things rattle, you hear the, you know, the whistle and everything. So she goes, hmm, weird. But once again, you know, it's a dresser, things move, things shake, whatever. Didn't think much of it. So she goes to work on Monday and that happened, that event happened around 10.30 Saturday night. About 15 to 20 minutes later, not exactly sure in the time here, 
but my sister received an email from my grandma and it said, grandma is okay. And the thing is, is my grandma passed away in 2006. So she'd been uh, dead almost two years. And the strange thing about the email, it was with okay. My grandma always typed okay, capital O, capital K. Like no matter if it was beginning, you know, end or in the middle of a sentence. She just says how she wrote okay. So, you know, it was, okay, here's the thing. The dresser was my grandma's dresser, okay? My sister Sarah was the closest one with my grandma to all of us siblings. So my grandma's dresser rattles around 1030 that night. About 15, 20 minutes later, my sister gets an email from my grandma's email who's been passed, you know, dead for two years. It says grandma is okay. Okay, so they do a little research and, you know, they call to talk to i29.net and uh, who my grandma's email is through and find out, you know, no, you guys, when she passed away, you, you deactivated the account or whatever, stopped paying on it. And, you know, that's no longer an active account. So like, okay, this is strange. So I got the genius idea that I'm going to email my grandma's email. So I told my mom, told my sister, my uncle, like email grandma's email. Let's see what happens, see what you get. And everybody did that. And everybody got an email back that says, um, you know, from this server thing or whatever, but the message was basically this. It's just that the email's been disbanded. You know, disbanded means, you know, gotten rid of or whatever else. Everybody got the same generic message. I was the first one to send it. So the first thing I got was this. It said this email's been disbanded and is being handled by a higher power, which is absolutely crazy, right? And I tried to send it again, right? Could I get the same message back? Never once did I ever get the same message. And I've tried this years and years later, and I've never been able to duplicate this. Nobody in my family has ever gotten the same message. The only message they got was the same generic one that said the email's been disbanded. Mine said that, but then it said it is being handled by a higher power. And I have the email saved, so I showed the class that too, and it's just... It's, it's, it's a crazy thing, and uh, I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's hard to understand. And, you know, is there a coincidence between my grandma's dresser, my grandma's email, sent my sister an email, you know, almost two years after her death saying it's okay, which happened this Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy stuff, but uh, that was a story that I shared with the class. All right, Mr. Schindler here this week with my student guest. Um, one of my own students comes from my homeroom, uh, Mr. Jack Willert. Uh, this guy is, he's, I think the best way to describe him, one of a kind. I think that's how I would describe him. Um, but I knew he'd be good for something like this. Uh, he's a kid that makes me laugh. He's always got jokes. So I'll probably ask him to tell a few, making sure they're appropriate. Um, but uh, anyways, Jack, how are we doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Doing good. So Jack and I are having lunch together. But... So the way this works, I'm just going to ask you a bunch of questions, right? We have a conversation, we talk, we make some football picks. Pretty easy. Uh, first thing I've been asking everybody, and I have a funny feeling you're, this is going to be a crazy answer, but if you could have one song play every time you entered a room, opened a door, what song is it? Ooh. Uh, probably Camelot. Camelot? What is that? Some song by an artist. Okay, pretty good. Yeah. Had a good beat? Okay, cool. Camelot. I'll have to check it out. 
Okay, next question. Do not play it by your kids. Okay, so there it we is go. Not meant Everybody, that. don't listen to it. It's not good. Uh, is cereal soup? What? Would you consider a bowl of cereal soup? No. Why? Because you don't put it in a pot and cook it on the stove. But people eat cold soup. Yeah, you don't eat cold soup unless it's tomato soup. Do you? Do you eat cold chicken noodle soup? Probably have. But do you on a regular basis? If you no. were cooking soup for your kids and they're sick, <laughs> what do you cook it? Yeah, you would cook it. You're right. Okay, fair enough. That's a good answer. Next one. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Why? It's a piece of meat in a bun. <laughs> What if the bun breaks? Then you got your hot dog flying everywhere. Yeah, but then the the bun is separate. You have two pieces of the bun. Yeah, and? Doesn't that make a sandwich? No. Okay. Fine. All right, Jack's pretty uh, set on that not being a sandwich. Okay, fair enough. Um, next question. Do you have a favorite quote? I do. What is it? Positive mind, positive life. Nice. Where'd you get that? Milky Way bar. Oh. <laughs> that's a good one you know that's like uh one of mine and if i ever send you an email like i it's my uh signature underneath my name but it says positive thoughts plus positive energy equals positive results so it's sort of a math equation right but yeah that goes with that i agree um what's been your favorite uh thing about sixth grade so far i have a favorite and a least favorite okay <laughs> okay is uh share the favorite my favorite is that I'm not in fifth grade anymore. Okay, so the fact that you passed fifth grade, that's a good thing. No, it's not. What's your least favorite? That we're not in the high school. Ah, you're mad that you missed out on the opportunity to have sixth grade in high school. I yes. get that. Makes sense. Um, video games. I know you're a big gamer. Mm-hmm. Um, if I asked you to say just best video game of all time, what, what comes to mind? Well, if you could only play one game for the rest of your life, what would it be? Fortnite. Fortnite? Uh, oh, I uh, hear... It depends on, like, what system it's on. Hmm. PS4? Farm Simulator. Farm, okay. <clears throat> um, I've heard Fortnite's dead. It is almost dead. Oh, okay. But it's the, still... the last couple updates have been really bad, but now they're starting to bring back all the good... OG weapons. The OGs, okay. We got okay. the boogie bomb coming back. <laughs> combat <laughs> shotgun. Okay. <laughs> we don't need to go anymore. All right. And then you, know, you and I also talked a little bit about Farming Simulator. And yeah. I, I've heard it over the years, and uh, you explained it pretty well to me, better than most people have. And it sounds pretty fun, like, just to be able to... Like, I, I just assumed it was you driving a tractor in a field... But then you were telling me you can have animals, like it's a whole like actual thing. It's cross-platform, too. Yeah, that's crazy. Sounds good. I play with Alex. Play with Alex. Batista. Uh, oh, Batista. Okay, how about jokes? Do you have any good jokes that are appropriate here? Because you've given me a few, and I've used them on my sister, my mother-in-law, and we've gotten some good laughs. My wife, too. Uh, so. Hold on, I have to go grab my iPad. No, 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 no. Just the ones off the top of your head here. Top so, of my head. Yeah. Uh found a wooden shoe in my toilet. You found a wooden shoe in your toilet. Turns out it was a clog. 
<laughs> yeah. All right, we'll do one more because that was good. All right. Uh, let's see here. Well, okay, I'm going to tell the one that you told me. What but, concert just cost 45 cents? What? 50 Cent featuring Nickelback. Oh, my. That, that is, you had, when you told me that that day, that one had me going, and that's the one I've been sharing with people because I, uh, I got my sister really good on that because she lives in Vegas, and I was saying, hey, have you, have you seen that concert being advertised uh, in Vegas? It's only like for 45 cents. She goes, what? No, what's the concert? And I go, well, I think it's uh, 50 Cent featuring Nickelback, and it took her a second. But when she found out, like, figured it out, she just started laughing like I did there. So, so, my gr- so I was going to my grandparents in Tolna, and my grandpa, he picked me up. Mm-hmm. We're, so we're driving down interstate, and he's like, you know any good dad jokes? So I pull out my phone, and we start telling them, and he's laughing at a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're stupid. Yeah. And that one comes on, and he just starts laughing his head off. Yeah. Yeah. He really liked that one. Yeah. Which one? The 50 Cent Nickelback? Yeah. Yeah. You you had me, man. You had me at that. So, all right. Last thing we'll do here. So, I'm going to have you make eight football picks. And I tell you what, I I am struggling right now. I am. uh, I got one more joke for you. Yeah. Okay. One more. Go ahead. Uh, Where do you lose an elephant? Where do you lose an elephant? Mm hmm. Where? Same place you lost her. Elephant. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I don't get that. I'll have to do a little digging on that one. All right. Uh, we're going to make some football picks, okay? I've had, I had a bad week last week, Jack. I went 3-5, and five and Coleman Beaver went 6-2. and two. She just mopped the floor with me. Um, I'm currently, through 46 games that I've picked, I'm 22-24. and 24. I'm under 500. So i got to have a better week here. Um <sighs> So we'll pick four NFL games, four college games. Are you ready? Rapid okay. fire. Green Bay Packers tonight at the Arizona Cardinals. Who you got? Uh, probably Arizona 24 to. Oh, you don't need scores, but you're going Arizona? Oh, Arizona? That's good. I'm with you. Arizona's undefeated. Let's, let's ride. Nobody likes the Packers. Okay, Sunday, Bucks at Saints. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bucks. You're taking Bucks. I agree with you. I like Tampa they Bay. Won the, they have already had like yep. eight or seven Super Bowls. Well, so. you're thinking of Tom. You're thinking yeah, of Tom. Team. Yeah, yeah, Brady. Okay, how about Patriots at Chargers? Ooh, Charger, Charger. Yeah, I, I agree with you too. Charizard. Charizard, yeah, Pokemon. Nope, yeah. Chargers, I'm with you. Okay, then the big one, Sunday night, Halloween night at U.S. Bank Stadium. You got the Dallas Cowboys at your Minnesota Vikings. Who are you taking? Amen. Amen. Vikings, skull. Let's go. I'm with you too. All right, you and I have agreed on everything. That's weird. Okay, college football, which maybe you don't know a lot about. Number six, Michigan, at number eight, Michigan State. Both teams are undefeated. Rivalry game. They do not Michigan like each other. State. I'm riding with you, too. I like Sparty. I'm going, this is Sparta. This is going to be Mel Tucker out in the middle. What happens if all they, like, if, the teams that I picked, they all win? Well, then, I don't know. That'd be awesome. We'll find out. Okay. Number 10, Ole Miss, at number 18, Auburn. Who you got? Okay. Mississippi versus Auburn. Oh, I'm going to go with Mississippi. Me too. What is going on here? I like Ole Miss. I like Lane Kiffin. He's a great guy. You two would probably get along, but you guys have good jokes. All right, number 20, Penn State. At number, th- was I can't even remember writing, five, Ohio State. I'm going to have to go with Ohio. Yeah, me too. What is going on here? We're agreeing. I might have to ask them what's going All on. All right. And then last one, my Texas Longhorns, unranked, at number, what is that, 16, Baylor. 
Who are you taking? Baylor or the Longhorns? I have to go with the Longhorns. You should take Baylor so I can take my Longhorns and we at least disagree on one. No? All right, we're both here in Texas. So either you and I are going to look really smart or we're not going to look smart at all. So We're going to look like we're kindergartners. Maybe. Well, hey, kindergartners are smart. They just... Uh, they're not as smart as us. They're not and it's, as smart. It's not that they're not as smart. It's just they don't know as much as you because you've been True. through more school. So. I've right. been in seven years already. I know. Jack, well, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, yeah. And with that, my watch has ended.